Welcome back to Alliance's Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliance's, visit www.alliances.com. All right, so we're back. And you know what? Again, so excited with so many things going on. I got to tell you, first of all, thank you for the feedback again. When we had Navy SEAL Jocko Williamcon. Still getting feedback in regards to having the co-founder of Netflix. So, you know, the only place to go, the only place to go is alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. The only place where entrepreneurs align. Well, our next hero, you know what? You're probably going to need his services sometime in your life because it does happen. And you're going to be blown away because, again, we've got with us Jonathan Negretti, a personal injury lawyer. He's with Negretti and Associates. And like I said, you know, you live long enough, you get in an accident. What do you do? We're going to learn about that today. What's the first thing you should do? How do you navigate all of this so that you can get better and get well faster? We're going to learn that here today with Jonathan. So welcome to the show, Jonathan Negretti. Talk with the police. What do I do as long as that I'm physically capable of calling or talking to you? Yeah. I mean, if you're at the accident scene, you probably want to deal with your medical issues. Talk to the folks that, you know, work for the, you know, the EMTs and ambulance. And if there's police that are doing investigation, you want to try to cooperate. Once you get to a, a more calm environment, then I would say, give us a call. Certainly before you talk to the insurance company, even if you never hire us, let us just educate you on what the process looks like and give you some tips that we've learned along the way so that you don't walk into a big pit of uh, quicksand and, and end up sabotaging your own case. Now, what are some of the tips maybe perhaps you could share of just things you should, because the police are there, right? And the police will be asking you questions. Should you be answering any questions at that point? Like you said, how do you avoid these pits? Because the police are taking up the report. Sure. So most of the work, if not all of the work we do is in the civil context. It's not criminal. So there isn't a Fifth Amendment issue. There, This is not a situation where someone's getting arrested for a DUI and an attorney might advise them not to answer any questions until their attorney's present. This is a little different. This is about the accident investigation and making sure that your story is taken down. That police report becomes very critical later into the resolution of your case. And so making sure that you're giving an honest statement, identifying witnesses that may have seen the accident take place and make sure they talk to the officer as well, because those independent witnesses become very, very critical. So I wouldn't advise people not to have a conversation with the police as they're investigating, but make sure that you're encouraging the police to write down what you're saying, watching the police actually take notes on a pad to, to, identify the things that you're saying a lot of a lot of times now we have body cam footage and these officers are recording anything anyway or everything and so we can get those body cam videos later and we can look at those but but you want to be honest you want to be upfront and you definitely want to be helpful because it, it does eventually lead to the sort of outcome that you may expect with your personal injury claim and again, we're talking with Jonathan Negretti. You can reach him at negrettilaw.com. Or of course, we'll have it on our website at alliances.com, E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. So uh, what are some of the, uh, let's talk about again on the personal, the injury part. What are some of the case type of cases that you take on? 
you know, for example, what, what are they slip and falls? Are they auto accidents? What's your scope? Yeah, so we're a full service personal injury firm. So we do everything from auto accident cases, slip and fall cases, product liability cases, and even medical malpractice. And then every once in a while, we may handle a dog bite case as well. When we say full service, it means we do all of those different types of cases. And then we also handle the litigation and eventual trial of some of those cases. So a lot of firms out there may only do one or two different types of personal injury law and it's important for consumers to ask the question, do you handle my case if it, a lawsuit is filed? There's a lot of law firms, unfortunately, that don't tell clients that once a lawsuit is initiated, they hand the case off to another attorney, not even in their own firm. They hand it off to another law firm. So it's important that you understand whether you're going to be with us from the very start of your case until the very end of your case. And that's kind of what we do at Negrating Associates. We're getting some questions and some of them are similar. The thing is, is in there saying, you know, can you ask Jonathan, share with us, why does it take so long to go through the whole court system? Uh, why does it take so long? Well, there's, that's actually a two-part answer. So the process to handle a personal injury claim itself takes a long time, regardless of whether you ever get the courts involved. And that's because most of the time you have to wait for the person that was injured to get through all of their treatment because you only get one bite at the apple. You only get one chance to resolve it. And so if you, if you're too quick to resolve it and the insurance companies would love if you resolve it quickly, then they're not considering or, or paying for any of the future care that you're going to need. And, and your injuries may be substantial enough where you're going to need future care. So sometimes we're at the mercy of the injured party to ensure that they get properly treated and that they get well before we can actually pursue a claim. The second part of that answer is once you get into litigation, and that's when you involve the courts, it becomes very, very time consuming for all parties involved. And the courts are just overwhelmed with the number of cases that are being presented day in and day out. Now we have an entirely different challenge with COVID-19 and how the courts are trying to adapt to that. It's just really hard to get cases to move that quickly once you get into litigation. We do our very best, but but sometimes we're met with objections from the opposing party and delays that are that are coming from the opposing party. We do our best to try to be as prepared as we can when we get to litigation, get our clients prepared and accelerate the process if if at all possible. Now, I know one of the things too is 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 being a lawyer, you know, you got to really stay focused. You got to have a tremendous amount of energy and you got to really be willing to go that mile and and carry on and carry forward. And you've been able to do that in other fields too. In fact, um, I'm going to have you steal the thunder, but talk to us about what it is to be a competitor and something amazingly that you accomplished. Sure. So back in February, early February of this year, before the world shut down, before COVID-19 had spread across the globe, I was fortunate enough to be one of the competitors in an event that's called the World Marathon Challenge. The World Marathon Challenge has only been completed by less than 200 people in the entire world. And it is the challenge of running seven marathons in seven days on all seven continents. So you have 168 hours to complete this event. It's a total of 183 miles that you have to run, but the 168 hours includes your travel time. So logistically, this becomes very, very difficult to touch foot on every continent, run a marathon, get back to a plane, fly to the next continent, 
and do that day in and day out for seven straight days. How did you do that? How is that even possible to do? And I got to tell you, Jonathan, the only running I'm doing is if someone's chasing me. <laughs> well, I fell in love with running late in life. I did not do it uh, early. I was not a, a competitor in high school or even college. I started to run well into my professional career. Back in 2018, I did a local half marathon race here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I put down a pretty good time. And from there, my goal was to start running full marathons. I was trying to qualify for Boston. I didn't get to qualify for Boston because of an injury. And then a buddy of mine who is just a adrenaline junkie and does all these endurance type events told me about this and said, look, I want to go do it. Let's do it together. You know, if you commit, I'll commit kind of, you know, baiting each other into it. And so the hardest part sometimes is just signing up, just hitting that submit button on the computer. And once you do that, then you're committed. Then you just got to figure out a way to do it. So we trained quite a bit through the fall of 2019 to get ready for this into the early part of 2020. So it's a mountain of running. It, there was a lot. I can't even count how many miles I ran in that six-month period leading up to it. I want to ask you one more question in regards to the, the marathon part is is actually two two questions on that. One is what are you thinking about the entire time while you're running? I mean, you can't use your cell phone. I mean, you can't make phone calls. You're not in front of a computer. Like, what does someone think about? Yeah, so I let my mind wander. I actually train with, with headphones, and I listen to music when I train. When I got to the World Marathon Challenge, I started running without music. And so you really just get lost in your own thoughts. It's really a, a peaceful time for me. I know that may sound strange to people who don't run, but for me, it was, it was very peaceful just to be out there it's, you know, it's quiet. There are times where you're running through aid stations and, and there are, you know, spectators that are rooting you on. But outside of that, there's a lot of just time to, to work through different issues and different things that you're, you're wanting to, you know, tackle in your own mind. So you had, you had plenty of time to do that. And that's kind of where I spent my, my time during these marathons. And lastly, what are you eating? So you're supposed to eat a lot during this adventure because you need to stay on top of your calorie loss. It's impossible not to lose weight if you go do this. And I don't care who you are, you, you're, there isn't one competitor that didn't drop weight during this week because you just can't keep up enough, enough calories to, to account for what you're losing. For example, on the plane, between each continent, they had chips and cookies and things you wouldn't normally eat. They're bad for you. But you just had to take in as much as you could to try to make up for what you were losing out there on the course. So it, it was, uh, I think I came back 10 or 11 pounds lighter than I left and I'm not a big guy. So everyone, everyone suffered some sort of weight loss during this, this week's challenge. I want to get back to, uh, in regards to the, the lawyer part is, you know, you've probably seen so many cases and especially again, within personal injury, do you ever just like walk out of the office and go, this is amazing that, these things have even happened and that I'm even physically able to walk and, and, and move and do all these things, given the type of cases you've seen. Yeah. I'm very grateful for the fact that I get to go out and try to run seven marathons in seven days on all seven continents that, you know, I've accomplished that, but during it, I did not discount the fact that people get seriously injured. They get hurt and they lose the ability to walk. They lose limbs sometimes they lose their life. And I did. I don't take that for granted. When we take a case, we're very, very committed to it. 
And part of this process, part of running the marathon challenge was to remind myself of how fortunate I am, but also the patience it takes to get these cases resolved. We had a, a lady we represented for five years. It took five years to get her case resolved, not because we were delaying, not because of any other issue other than it just took time to get her a fair resolution to what happened to her. In my mind, that's no different than, than running 183 miles in a week's time. You have to be patient to get it done. Well, that's amazing. Um, we've got a little less than a minute left, but what type of secrets would you share with new lawyers now? Ones that are, you know, just graduated, maybe they just got their bar exam and they're ready to practice. Yeah. If they're going to do personal injury law, I would tell them that you better have a lot of blind optimism to do this work and, and not because of the negative things that are, are out there about personal injury attorneys, but just about the time it takes to get these cases resolved. And that's, there's an economic component to that. We don't get paid until the client get, gets paid. So sometimes on that example I used earlier, about five years, we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on that case with no real certainty that we were going to recover anything for our client. We don't get paid and get our costs back until the end of a case. So I tell a young attorney, be patient, be ready for a dogfight sometimes. And at the end of the day, your client is the most important thing that you should be worried about and focused on during the, the time that you represent them and treat them like you would treat a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife, any family member or close friend, because that's what they become when, when you represent them. Well, I got to tell you, Jonathan, you fight for those who need you. You run for those who can't. That's a hero. Absolutely amazing. Jonathan Negretti, personal injury lawyer with Negretti and Associates. You can be reached at negrettilaw.com. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show.